Chandler will come across the line. He'll just dribble the clock out, and now Tennessee is going to savor the last 10 seconds of this big, big win over the Kentucky Wildcats. Final score from Thompson Building Arena, Tennessee 76 and Kentucky 63. Welcome back to 3HL, 104.5 The Zone. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. There's producer Joe Hunt. What up, Hunt? How's it going? I think we should already go ahead and introduce this guy, Don. What do you think? I mean, you, th- you can't hold him down long, I'm you, sure. You think he's got anything to say nah. today? This nah. guy right here? His nah. name is Ron Slay. Nah. I'm in the build. Best believe I'm in the field. Better be ready. I'm in the build. Bill Look at that smirk. <laughs> hey, hold up, huh? real quick, huh? I got an announcement. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, that was like a kill it hold up? Yeah, yeah that wasn't yeah. Kill it, killing me softly. That yeah, was I just a uh, run right into the wall at 100 miles an hour. I just need. Like Kentucky last night. I need Hunk to hold on for a second. Y'all give me, a, give me this thing about go. 15, 20 seconds. Listen, man. First and foremost, before we get into this, let me explain to all of the fans, SEC fans, any kind, Big Ten, Tennessee fans, any kind of fans, listen, I will not go back and forth with ignorance, you know, and put myself in a situation where you would have to do something to me or I'm going to have to do something with you. to you. I would just rather ignore it, you know what I'm saying, and keep having fun and, and listen, have a great moment. And that's what I like to do. Everything's fun with me. You understand? I'm a trash talker. Trash talking was born right here in Cashville to me, and that's where I reside. And that's what I'm going to always have. So so you're saying that some people go personal with it. Yeah. And, and it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah, and I'm saying this to even totally Tennessee agree. fans like that will yes. that will comment on my post and be like, yeah, Slay, tell them they need to do such and such to their mama or something like that. I'm like, hey, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> All let's the mamas are no, Everybody cool. Like, we love let's mamas. Let's have a good time, but let's, let's talk about <laughs> each other's fan base. And it, yeah, like, so I say all that to say, listen, the entertainment ain't going to stop. And my smiling ain't going to stop. And the fun ain't going to stop. So, huh, let the people know. Yeah, you will. Watch out. I've done it before. Okay, I want to break it. Listen, I told y'all what was going to happen. I told y'all. Rest in peace, Pimp C. He told you, when I get closer to, close enough to you, you're going to smell my cologne. And a fight come with that, Jack. We trying to play a regular basketball game. What What does that even mean? I'm going to tell you what it means, Babs. We came in the middle of the court. At the jump ball, we had our boxing gloves on. And we was like old school. Matter of fact, we was like this. We was like Zach Dempsey. <laughs> Just like this. We didn't even want to fight like Ali and them. We wanted to fight like this, the old school. Just like this right here. With a bicep extended, yeah. fist pointed north. All uppercuts. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. These hurt. So 
What happened was, Forky fell out the ring. We went to go pick him up. And a little bitty man, little bitty man with a little bitty man complex, <laughs> Forky Sucky, strength coach, a grown man. When Santi was running over to pick his teammate up, ready to extend his hand, the littlest guy in the gym <laughs> stepped up and bumped his chest at Santi. And Santi said, whoa. So another little guy. Santi got pushed by like five dudes in that whole yes. thing. Like he was like a pinball. That's right. It started like completely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Until the. He was just trying to pick his friend up. But then the strict coat put his little chest out, booked it up. So Zakai, the mighty mouse himself, like Popeye, ate his spinach, came to his teammates' rescue, and then pushed the little man. And then the little man for Kasaki put his chest back on him. The grown man on a kid put his chest back on him, and then the melee started. It was a scrum, not really a melee, a scrum. I was involved in one of them up there. Tony Harris ran off the bench, but that ain't neither here nor there. And that right there is when we did this. We pulled our gloves off. Boom. Get that glove out of here. Boom. Get that glove out of here. And we didn't go back to our corner. We just looked at him and we bit our tape off. Like Rocky against Hulk Hogan in Rocky 3. Yeah. We he, went. he bit his gloves off. Man. That's right, Thunder Lips. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We went bare knuckle. Y'all want to get in the ring and fight bare knuckle? No rules. Bring all the towns. They had Jim Ross in here earlier on J. Mar Ramon. Yes, they did. Y'all want the belt? Come take the belt. A fight come with that, Jack. Can suck it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Let's start the show. Welcome to 3HL. Right. <laughs> Eat it. That was right. the last thing I expected to hear from his rant. Um, <laughs> by the way, eat it. Right. Here, here's a little. Right. Here's a little. Uh, right. Right. Let me let me fill in some gaps on that oh little uh, fight. Oh, here and is. now here's the here belt. Here He's and got the belt. The belt. You throw the belt. You close your cameras. That was a game. No, we come from way down with this right here. You hear me? You want to fight, Jack? You just show up on Rocket Top, and we got you, Kasuki. Next time, bring barbecue sauce, because we want it rotisserie on that kid and cat. Now, get. I said, get. Does it taste like chicken? The champ is here. <laughs> the champ is here. The champ. The champ is here. The champ is here. The, the champ is here. Shave just placed the belt on Slate. <clears throat> I think you're. Is he frozen? Uh, I, he fig- I fixed it. I fixed it. <laughs> what the, who froze me? You froze you. Kasuki froze me. Listen, you're trying to fight us on the basketball court. Now you want to fight us in the cyber world. Get out of there. We win that too. Manager Shafe is in the building. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Manager Shafe. And now Will Bowling right. is Now in. Will's in here. Will's Everybody, climbing under. Don't you put no shackles on me. Will, get from under the table. Don't put no shackles. They can't stop me. Don't put no shackles on me. It's frozen. Who keep freezing me? <laughs> He's frozen again. Stop freezing me! Where's the, Mr. Freeze? The camera can't keep up with you right now. Because I'm a wild man. And I told him. Bab said, you always eat crow when it goes the other team's way. Yeah, you do. And I do. You but do. today, ooh, 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 y'all mine today. That's right. Y'all are mine today. You hear me? There's, you know what's funny about this to zero, me? 
I just spent an hour and a half with this guy and saw none of this. No, I, I mean, he none was like, wait. I've been waiting, boy. Ooh. He was waiting until the green light came Ooh. on. Who I sound like? Who I sound like? On Ooh. a side note, <laughs> that is a legit <laughs> belt. It has like Swarovski crystal rhinestones on it and everything. J. Martin Ramone's belt. Babs is here! What happened is here? <laughs> what don't you get, Babs? You're looking at the tail. <laughs> you thought I was going to come in with the belt I spanked them with last night? I came in with the tail belt. By the way, all I'm gonna say is that belt is gonna look real good on my shoulder on February 26th. Baz, let me have my day first before we get to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's oh, already wait. She's <laughs> already calling the Auburn victory. I don't know what. <laughs> Tennessee's won 15 straight home games what going back to last Saturday? year. That's next Saturday. It is. Yeah, I'm Saturday. actually out of town too, so I'm gonna have to, you know, Baz, figure you, out the time zone and you leave text me alone. You. Leave me alone right now. <laughs> Let me have my day. Kentucky fans, we want y'all on the line, though. Kentucky, I want you on the line. I want you calling in, apologizing. And to all them Kentucky fans that's talking about that ain't no big game, you are a lie. A rivalry game versus Vandy versus Florida versus Kentucky or Alabama is a big game. I don't care what the ranking is. And that's all I got to say about that, brother. Headphones gone. Mike flipped around. Ramon's mic. I mean, that's Ramon's mic, too. He's going, problem. (laughs) He's screaming in the hall. We got five radio stations in this building. Yeah. (laughs) Slave's currently on all of them. (laughs) This is like, there's going to be like the the mass email that goes out. Please disregard the crazy guy with the belt. Tennessee beat Kentucky. Oh man, oh, we get to some backstory and all that, but we could, we got plenty of time. On on a serious note, I mean, they did dominate. They dominated. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> to, to in in Slay's behavior's defense, it was <laughs> a a solid spanking. Uh, see Hartley on Twitter, love the show, but this might be my favorite ever in five minutes. Uh, Lance, uh, taking Kentucky basketball all the way to Skullbone, Tennessee, home of the bare-knuckle fighting lore. Uh, Larry, love some Ron Slay. That was good. <laughs> good gosh. Gerald Stop McGrath. It, and I'm of all. <laughs> who might be the only person I know that can somewhat come close to matching Slay's energy from yeah. time to time, yeah. said, LOL, love it, exclamation point. Woo. All right, we'll get back into Tennessee, Kentucky. When we come back, by the way, if you're on hold, number one, let's do this. Jason in Nashville. Jason, what's up? Hey, guys. Is everything all right up in there? Ron is going crazy. I don't know, man. You know, Luke Bryan's trying to sing a song on 103.3 and Slay's screaming on that radio station. They're trying to do political talk down the hall and and Slay's screaming. Oh, my gosh. Man, the first song that came up to my head was, Someone please call 911. Chris on Twitter, no one can ever question the heart and passion of Ron's late 35. That's true. Gary, this is the greatest 3HO intro in the history of the whole damn show. Let's get it. Randy and Mount Juliet real quick. Randy, what's up? Hey, guys. A team. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're good, bro. Yeah, I just I want to say like it's like I all I've done is think about this game last night. I can't quit thinking about it. I mean, it was so <laughs> electric. It's like just woogie, woogie, woogie. You know, ca- captivating. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, from from the tip 
I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know, I can't explain it. It just was so fan-freaking-tastic for UT fan. But I, I just, just awesome from top to bottom. What do you guys think, you know, like a team that, that obviously got whipped us, you know, at, at Rupp, what turns it around and makes it the total other direction? What do you think the main reason for that, how that happens? Um, that great question. To, Randy, I'm going to write that down, and thank you for the call. Yeah, we'll I'm going to write that, that down, and we'll, we'll get Good back question. to that. i got to answer for that. At 345, why the dramatic shift? Because and, and, we hit it. We hit a little bit yesterday yep. when I said, Slay, why and how are they going to be able to turn it around? Because it, it was kind of a debacle mm-hmm. in rub. Yep, and that goes along with uh, a topic that I was going to hit It was a with. debacle for Kentucky last night. Like, it really was a dominating performance. And that feeds right into a topic I was going to bring up to you guys, the beauty of basketball, which we'll do at 345. When we come back, Coach Mack offers his take on the Super Bowl. Is Cincinnati building something, or did they just get hot? One of the issues we'll talk about with Coach Mack, and then right back into Tennessee, Kentucky. This is 3HL 104.5 The Zone. I've never been a part of an intro like that. Yeah, man. Welcome to the party. Slay took that yelling outside. I just went outside during a break. Pamela Fur from 99.7 WTN came down the hall. She was like, hey, man. What's y'all going know, on? Y'all know we just had active shooter training in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. People start screaming. I didn't think about that. <laughs> it's true. I, bad, I, that's exactly what I thought about. I was like, oh. I told her. I, I, told her, I, said, I said, we were still on when he did that. And I said. We got five radio stations in this building. Slay's on all of them right now. <laughs> hey, man, listen. If the active shooter came in right there, he would have been an incredible hog. I would have took all of them. <laughs> I would have ate them the way I was feeling. Them. How's Ramon's mic doing over there? Oh, it's cool, man. You know what I mean? Can y'all hear me? Hey. Mic check one. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, all I'm saying is, man, dude, I sat there and I tried to explain to y'all what was going to happen after a blowout. And we're going to get to that, man. Cause Listen, a lot of games I just kind of watch mm-hmm. and might have a beverage. Kentucky, Tennessee, I'm standing up the whole time, and there's fist bumps It's different. Involved. It's like watching That's Tennessee, Florida thing. football. Yeah. Like, you just, you just in. Alabama, Tennessee. Like, you just in. It's something different, man. It's something different. And it is, it is unexplainable. Coach Mack uh, always keeps his powder dry, even when we don't, especially when we don't. <laughs> Coach Mack, what's up? How are you? Hey, guys. What's going on? Uh, l- let me just – Hey Ron, I've been I'm really busy right now, uh, getting ready for the draft and the combine. I wasn't able to see the uh, Kentucky Tennessee game. Tell me what happened, then, will you? Oh, 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 coach. What what happened was um, <laughs> let me let me tell you what happened, what coach. What happened was what happened was. <laughs> 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 the roof. You know what? And That's Coach what Mack, That's what and, and this what this is what I was fearful of after this game before we get into the Super Bowl was people looking outside their doors and their windows when they heard screeching high pitched noises outside at night. I didn't want them to be alarmed because that wasn't nothing but the kitty cats running back down the interstate, Coach, <laughs> trying to get back home. That's all it was. Hey, Ron, Ron, I remember. I mean, I've got a pretty good memory. Uh, is that the last time? 
that Tennessee and Kentucky played, and after Tennessee got run out of Rupp, mm-hmm. you said, you said, wait till they come to Knoxville. That's all I remember you saying. <laughs> I'm telling you, Coach. Hey, Coach, some, like you say, sometimes it, it ain't in the numbers. Sometimes you got you to gotta talk by your gut. That's, that's just a gut feeling, Coach. You know, we have been in enough battles to know, Coach. It, it's different. Yeah. I mean, that's 100% right. And, uh, you know, I know it didn't excite you very much, but, I mean, sooner or later you'll appreciate that win. <laughs> I will somehow, sooner, some way. Sooner or later. Oh, man, the Rams are appreciating that win. Uh, they're changing the Hollywood sign, all kinds of things going on in L.A. And uh, you got to feel good for Aaron Donald and, and Matt, Matthew Stafford. There's so many good storylines with that Rams group. Well, you know what, Brent, they earned it, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they earned it, no matter what you think of them and no matter what you think of what they did, they earned it. Uh, you know, they – they put up a lot of money to get this done. I mean, I was involved clearly, and it has nothing to do with it, but it's got a lot to do with it, of the, everything they went through to move that team from St. Louis to L.A., which yep. ended up, you know, costing them $790 million on top of everything else. But, look, this is what this is why they, they gave away all those draft picks and brought in and paid, you know, a lot of, a lot of time. And, and in this game, in this game, we remember the game when the Titans went out there and beat them physically. Mm-hmm. But in this game, in this game, their high-paid dudes played like high-paid dudes. And that's, and that's what has to happen. I mean, it was, a, it was a close ball game. Cincinnati really played no different than they played here, you know, didn't, you know when they scored one more point. I mean, it was, a very, it was a close ball game. But in the moment, the guys that you paid, the big-time players, They've got to play big in these moments, and they did for the Rams, and they did not, you know, for the Bengals. And when we talked about this game before it ever happened, you guys asked me at the end of our segment, who do I think will win? Mm -hmm. I said, the Rams will win because they've got better people, and their better people played better, bottom line. Coach Mack with us. Uh, Let's talk about what Raheem Morris did. Um, I think he did a math equation at at halftime and and thought, you know what, if I send five at them, they can't win every one-on-one matchup. They can't double and triple team Aaron Donald. In the last five drives, Joe Burrow coached 6 of 11, 59 yards, sacked four times. I I just thought it was was an impressive adjustment, and uh, and that defense just kind of took over. Well, here's here's the thing, Brent and Don and Ron and all of our listeners, is the Rams' four-man rush was not as good as the Titans' four-man rush against Cincinnati, correct? Yes. But what Raheem did, and they were neutralized. They neutralized Aaron Donald and that rush in the first half because they were only bringing four. And when you bring four and you go five-man protection, you can turn the line. They were turning the line to Aaron Donald every time, getting the ball out quick, and the, and the other people on the edge, Von Miller wasn't winning his one-on-ones. They were getting it turned. And so you're exactly right. And, and it happened before halftime. If you'll remember, they had that one linebacker blitz early. They brought a B-gap blitz. They brought a B-gap blitz, and all of a sudden, he ran over. Remember, he ran over the back. He ran over Joe Mixon to get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You remember that one? Yeah, and so with that one, bringing five people – then what he did, the adjustment that he made, he still brought five, but he started overshifting the line, overloading blitzes. And then the thing that they did in the second half, guys, that you saw the Titans do throughout the ball game against Cincinnati was they ran games against that offensive line. That offensive line is, is, is decent if you just rush straight up on them. But if you start running games, they're not good enough. They're not good enough as a unit to be able to do it. And then when you overload it, 
and and you and you make them slide, and you run that TE game away from the slide, you're going to hit that quarterback right in the face a lot. And so that's what he did. Coach Mack with us, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Coach, uh, Ron Slay asked a question yesterday, and I thought it was a good one. Because I said, is Cincinnati building something? Because they have... They have the quarterback on the rookie deal. They have the wide receiver on a rookie deal, which frees up a lot of money to go build things. Um, or did they simply just get hot, Coach? Well, first, of all, they did get hot, right? They mm-hmm. got hot, but they got hot at the right time. And you're right. I mean, they've got a – let's talk about building. They've got a building block, and they've got the number one pick in the draft in, in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. they got the number uh, three pick in the draft you know, in, in a wide receiver. They were four and twelve going into last year's draft, which gave them a chance to get higher picks. Yeah. They've been they've been bad for a long time, right? And so they've had high picks for seven years plus. There, I'm talking about top fifteen picks. Okay, so what they have done is they find, they've got a quarterback in there now. If they, if the true building aspect of it, guys, I think will come in. How are they going to fix that offensive front? right? Mm-hmm. That's what they have to do. They have $75 million right now, give or take, you know, if you believe what you see on spot track, they have $75 million, you know, in, in their, in their salary cap, as far as, as carryover. And so how their building to me will come with, how do they fix the offensive offensive line? And then they still need help in the secondary, especially on the edges. I think we can agree with that too, right? Yeah. But what did they do? Did they get hot? Yes. Did they get a did they get a quarterback and a receiver, you know, that were able and they got hot at the right time and they played they played good defense down the stretch too. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about adjustments, that adjustments that Honorimo made against Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl was, was really good football coaching, where he started rushing three and dropping eight in a lot of different configurations to completely shut down Kansas City's offense in the second half. So are they building something? I think they have some blocks to build on, but it's going to it's going to be very critical to see what they do with the offensive line and also on the edges of their defense because they're still not great at corner. Coach Mack, let me ask you this: um, yeah. staying with the Super Bowl, well, that theme anyway. When you take what you see in Cincinnati and you take what you see in looking at the Rams, how excited do you get thinking about what's ahead for the Titans? Knowing when you talk about blocks that are in place. You got some blocks that are in place when you're talking about the Titans already. Well, sure. Because what Big Aaron Donald did, I'm I'm sorry, Coach Mack, what Aaron Donald did in that game, that's a block. And I think that when you're looking in the mirror at Jeff Simmons, you kind of got that. Yeah, well, and Jeffrey Simmons, you've got a much younger guy, too, Mm -hmm. that's got a lot more years ahead of him. I mean, I was there in on that. I mean, I think I've told you guys the draft story on Aaron Donald, you know, about, about how that went down when we were there in 2014. Okay, but hit us again yeah, for I'm those saying, that don't remember. I, I, yeah. yeah, tell me, Coach Mack. Well, tell us. <laughs> well, first of all, we had the 13th pick, all right, and and, and, and we had two first round picks, and mm-hmm. our second one was the 13th. And the the book on Aaron Donald going in, myself and Mike Waffle, who's a defensive line coach, who he and Jim Washburn are the two best I've ever been around in my life. When we first came in there, the Rams had been 15 and 65 over that time period they were terrible but they had they had chris long and they had robert quinn on the edges had nobody interiorly Mm -hmm. so we went the first year we got there and we went down to lsu and got michael brockers as the first round pick big beast really helped a lot 
needed a three technique. So we were you were looking for one, looking for one. And so Mike Waffle, uh, there was a guy named Bob Junko that I coached with at TCU. I've known for years. He called me before the draft and said, look, this, this, this guy we got playing here, Aaron Donald, you know, I helped recruit him here. He's a great kid. He's one of the best workers I've ever been around in my life. Coach Mack, don't let him think that he's too short. Because yeah. that was the book on him, right? Yeah. Mm. Too short, not enough arm length, uh, didn't play the run real well, was a jump-around, move-around guy. So Mike Waffle, you know, and, and went to look at him. And then he, he, he brought – he and I sat and watched the tape, and, and, he's, and he said, Mike, I'm in love with this guy. And so, you know, Jeff Fisher watched it and said, this dude's a player. Does it matter? Well, anyway, go to the 30 visit. Okay, the 30 visit day. You guys understand what the 30 visits are, right? No, I don't. You bring 30, 30 guys in prior, <laughs> prior to the draft to your facility for a day. Mm. Meet, with the, meet with your staff. Every, let everybody talk to them. Everybody, you know, from your security guy all the way down to the person that runs the cat. Everybody talks to them really? just to get a feel for them as a person. Mm-hmm. All right? So if they come in on a 30 visit, you know. And so it was it, uh, Mike Waffle, the, the, the defensive line coach, was going to show Aaron Donald around on 30 visit. All the rest of us, you know, all the other high muckety mucks, we were in we were in the draft room. We were going over the draft boards of, of the draft, and I can still remember that was Johnny Manziel's draft. Mm. Uh, you know, that was that was the that was a draft that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was in. Anyway, I can still remember to this day. We're all sitting in the draft room, you know, with the, with the general manager and with you know uh, with, with the CEO, and I mean, you know, all the muckety mucks were in there, right? Mm-hmm. We're going over these guys because it's a week before the draft. Well, Aaron Donald's in for his 30 visit, and we're going to take a break, you know, for an hour and a half to, you know, to let Aaron Donald visit with the various people in that room that were decision makers. Well, we're sitting there, we're sitting there looking. I still remember uh, Johnny Manziel's uh, uh, profile picture was up on the board. That's who we were discussing. And all of a sudden, the door just slams open in the in the room, and Mike Waffle, the defensive line coach, comes in, and he comes in and he says, "Look, I don't give a damn who you're talking about on all of these boards." I don't care. doesn't matter. Here is the best player in this draft. This is Aaron Donald. He pulls Aaron Donald in the room. Well, Aaron Donald's going, man, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. You know, and he, he said, I just want everybody to know this is the best player in the draft. End of story. Slams the door. He's gone. Okay. Wow. And we go, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> the, draft day, the draft day, when it goes down, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it starts to drop, and Aaron Donald's still sitting up there, and all the offense, I mean, all the assistant coaches are in their offices. They're not in the draft room. I'm sitting in there in the draft room. And, and all of a sudden, when, you know, when Odell Beckham Jr. is taken right before Aaron Donald, you know, Jeff Fisher turns to me and goes, go get Waffle. And I go, all right. So I go to his office. I said, Waffle, need to see you in the draft room. Well, he's mad because he doesn't think we're going to take Aaron Donald. Yeah. He comes in there, and Jeff Fisher goes, Coach Waffle? And he hands him, you know, you've you got the names of the uh, players on those magnetic strips, you know, their names and all mm-hmm. that stuff. He hands it to, to Mike Waffle and say, go put him under the Rams. He's your next <laughs> defensive tackle. End of story. That's dope. I like so, that. So based on that story, Coach, I would make the argument that you and Fishbone and Coach Waffle need Super Bowl rings. <laughs> yeah. True. We don't. No, we don't. No, no we don't. We, don't. We, we didn't coach him up good enough to get him there, but I'm telling you what, Aaron Donald, Aaron, 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 Aaron Aaron Donald came in there and did everything. I mean, he was a different dude, and he still is. Mm. I love I love Aaron Donald because look, he, regardless of what you think, he doesn't say a word. He doesn't say a word, Harley. But he's got that little man inside of him. I've been around a few of those guys in my career. Like uh, you know, Joe Green worked for me for eight years, right? Mm. Joe Green still got that little man inside of him that makes him Joe Green, that made him Joe Green. 
Aaron Donald's got that little man inside of him that makes him Aaron Donald. And when it's time to go, he goes. And uh, as I said, all the, all the accolades that he's gotten, he's earned. I was extremely, extremely happy for him. Yeah. I think there's four players left on that team that we drafted. Higby, uh, uh, him, Rob Havenstein, the right tackle, and right. then Johnny Hecker. So I'm extremely happy for those guys. And there's a lot of good people in that organization. But if you want to talk about Aaron Donald, guys, and I've been around a lot of good ones, one of the best ones I've ever been around. Man, so I, with that being said, Coach Mack, I feel like you're telling me um, keep your powder dry on Big Jeff, even though he's an amazing guy. Look, look, Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons, and Jeffrey Simmons has got a different story, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, they're they're completely different, you know, body build type. But Jeffrey, if Jeffrey Simmons doesn't injure his knee in a pre-draft, you know, in, in a pre-draft workout, he'd be a top. He'd have been a top five. Yeah, we wouldn't right? see him, huh? No. Well, then, you know, and, and John Robinson and Amy Adams Strunk and Mike Rabel were willing to take a chance on mm-hmm. him yeah. and bring him in and wait for him to come through. And so he's just beginning his ascension. And it was the same way with Aaron Donald. It took him a little bit of while, you know, to get to get into him. But, you know, we had a pretty good group of four-down rushers there with Chris Long, with, with Robert Quinn, yeah. with Michael Brockers, and then with Aaron Donald as a three-technique. It takes you a little while to get going, but if they've got that little man inside of them, it's going to come out sooner or later. <laughs> love I, I love that right there. Story time with Coach Mack. Yeah, I love man, you pulled the curtain back for us. Thank you, Coach. Good to, good to hear from you, my friend. Guys, it's always a pleasure. And, uh, Ron, I would, I would uh, tell you to watch some more Tennessee basketball. You seem to like it a little bit. Because <laughs> I got that little man inside of me, Coach. When it comes <laughs> to- <laughs> you do. You got it. <laughs> What's that movie you keep referencing? With, yeah, uh, Martin Short. With, with Martin uh, Short, yeah. yeah. Um, What's the name of the movie? How <laughs> about Twins? No. Oh, says he's he's in the spaceship. Martin Short's body. not in Twins. Oh. Oh. Where he's in a spaceship flying around Come in the on, body. Man. That's like I, your hype man. You got a hype man inside your body. I talk about this all the time. Maybe it's Gerald McGrath that's flying around inside your body. <laughs> Inner space? Inner space. Inner space. Okay. I think. Job. Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't watched it. Babs, you got to see this. <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> no, yes, you, you really do. No, you really do. Not all the movies you need to see, <laughs> that's not one of them. That's not one of them. <laughs> Why do I remember this movie so good, though? I don't know, but you love it. All right, uh, we dive back into Tennessee, Kentucky next. Uh, Ron Slay in here. And uh, what did Ooh. last night's game tell us about Tennessee? What did it tell us about Kentucky? And uh, why the blowout shift? That was a question before Coach Matt came on. We'll address that next. Uh, Adam says Inner Space on yep. YouTube. You can watch the show. Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll be right back. There you go. (laughs) Three, tell one oh four five the zone. Talking a little basketball in here. Ron Slay's a little excited. Talking a little <laughs> random Bob Ross, too. Bob Ross. One in with him, too. Well, like we were the talking artist, about... the old school artist. The painter. The painter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Happy Clouds. Yes. yes. This guy. Documentary's legit. Well, then Brent, like, started Googling him. And yeah, he's been married three times. Yeah. He was a, he was a <laughs> cigarette <laughs> smoker uh, and expected to die young. Uh, he And he died at 52. He's ex-military wow, as well. Yeah, Air Force. His, oh my uh, gosh, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, his last few years because he was losing his hair because of of I think it was chemo treatment or whatever. Yeah, his the people that were doing the PBS documentaries or his PBS specials made him wear a wig. Oh, the the Afro wig. Yeah, the Afro wig because that's what he was known. It was for. a wig. Well, it was the last few years of his life. 
I don't even want to hear what happened. Bob Ross. Well, it it happened because we were talking about Jim Ross from uh, <laughs> right. this morning. This morning, yeah. Who was phenomenal. Go go yeah, listen to the podcast. We had him on 3HL once, and uh, I thought he was talking about, like, stand-up comedy, too. Like, this guy, Jim Ross does everything. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong about that, but I know that we've had him on. He's phenomenal. Great storyteller. He's a wrestling announcer, and they're in town for the event tonight at, at Municipal Auditorium. Can I make an announcement? First, I want to say, Municipal Auditorium is one of Nashville's great treasures. Unlike yeah. the Parthenon, which I think you could just shoot it to the to the sun. No, you can't do that, man. There's I, there's nothing I have in dreams it. Just, about the Parthenon. I know, dog. but it's just gigantic Athena in there. Who cares? Move on. It's part of my have dream. you been in there? Yeah. Seen her? Yeah, she's like huge. all gold and huge. She's gold now. Yeah, she's gold. Yeah. He has dreams about Athena. Yeah, she saw stone when I have dreams about her. like Medusa. No, she got a little thing on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always in like this little Ghostbuster like scene, but my proton pack don't work. <laughs> so I'm just running but, around. Go but Municipal Auditorium, I love because when you're in there, it feels like 1984. I don't even know how to respond <laughs> like, to that. It's, it's weird, Babs. Here's how you I have it like every three or four years. That's what we're doing. Okay. Is that real Coke? <laughs> it sounded like a beer on the radio, didn't oh, it? Oh, sorry. I ruined it. <laughs> Way to ruin that. It's a theater of the mind, Babs. Sorry. <laughs> Except for on Zone TV. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Hey, listen, no. You got an, another announcement? This yeah, is announcement this, number two. Yeah, that's a cool one right here. Um, Breaking sports news on 104.5 The Zone. <laughs> Sounded right. <laughs> hey, I'll, 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 I just want to throw this out there. Listen, to my Kentucky brethren and sisters, man, I, listen, I, I love y'all. You know, you know that. Like, I love y'all. Especially Miss Johnson, who called and ripped you after Ms. Kentucky Johnson, won by 30. My little sister, my little sister Steph, my OG Mercer. Um, trying to think of what other, oh, Coop, Camille's dad. I train his I train his daughter, little mentee. Um hmm. Nancy, just give Coop a hard time. Um you can handle that for me. Um, but I for everybody else out there, Roger on the chat, um, I think her name was uh, I can't, Sydney, no, Sarah, Sarah Kate. Listen, man, the number six one five seven three seven one zero four five. I'm telling you right now, like I got up early to get that kitty cat out of the boom boom room. The doors unlocked. I put them on the on the grill, cooked them up, rotisserie, put a little barbecue sauce on. Slay. So, what? That's too much. Yeah. Okay. What? Tastes like chicken. Oh, stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me take that back. What I'm telling and you, and I don't is, even like cats. I know you don't. So. I, this is what I did do. All the cats that I found on the street, I sent them Buck's way. And they're now at Buck's house. So if you're looking for your cats. And that's punishment enough. Yeah, if you're looking, if you're looking for your cats. They're waiting for the SEC tournament over there. Yeah, just go to Buck's house. They're, they're at Buck's house. Call in to Lucas on one of the shows tomorrow, and Lucas will give you the address. Just You know, Blaine and Mickey are a Buck show. You know, maybe J. Mon Ramon can send them that way. But I'm just saying, the number 615-737-1045, it's some crow that I would like to serve you. And I, I mean, I would hope you would take you it. You add some barbecue it. sauce on I'll it. I put some sauce on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple of sauces left for my Chick Fil A earlier today. So, I mean. <laughs> if it's not barbecue sauce, what, what's the next sauce for Slay? Mambo. My, listen, this is my girl, man. She knows See? what's going on. She knows from DC. Pay attention. Yeah, that stuff's from DC. Yeah, that capital city. What baby. is that? Mambo Italiano. Hey, no, Mambo. No, 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 is that no, how that's no, talking? No, they'll be hot at you if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the go. That's the land of go go, man. I put, 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 um, you know, I used to like peri-peri sauce. Do you like that? 
uh, what is it? Perry Perry sauce. Perry Perry. Is it like red a red sauce? Sounds like a it's red a, sauce type of guy. Oh too. no, it, okay. it's a well. It can't. Some of it can be. Okay. But well, you mix it into something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put me on, babs. Like I'm, hey, I'm a sauce connoisseur. You. You know. Hey, some. you wanted Kentucky fans to call in and take take their stuff. And babs prefaced all of this yesterday by saying, "You, if hey, you, you, had to if eat you it. guys lose, you will sit." And face it, That's and right. take the take your medicine. Right. Roger's going to do it. All but before we get to him, what? there was a question before Coach Mack: Why the dramatic blowout shift in these two matchups? Um, in my my opinion, this is what happens in rivalry games. Like if that game would have been close in Kentucky, yeah, in Kentucky, y'all still on disrespect level. In Kentucky, I think it would have been a close fault game in in, in, in Thompson Bowling. But with it being a blowout, like, that is just embarrassing, man. Like, and you don't forget, like, you heard the players, and remember I said yesterday, remember remember I said yesterday during the show, what excites me about this game tonight is when not you hear about the coaches, but when you heard about the players at the podium saying, man, that was embarrassing, that'll never happen again. We will not let that happen again, and we cannot wait for this game. So, I mean, that's... It means something else to us. It, that's different when you're getting that from the players. The coaches can try to drill that in you as much as they can. But when the players talk like that, yeah. they're the ones that got to go out there and play the game. And you saw it. You saw it. Nobody played fearless, uh, fearful or fouling or anything. Like, that's the one good thing. And here it comes again. Rick Patino always says, we play so hard and foul so much. If the referees called every foul, we'll be here all night long. The refs don't want to call every foul. So they're going to let some stuff go if everybody plays hard. But if one or two play hard like that, there's going to be a problem. Yesterday, you saw it from all five on the court. Hey, dude, uh, every, everybody, like, it's different. Let's get Roger in here. And it was here. defense, and too, it was, and right? That's the, remember like, we said that's the calling card now. Yeah. They understand that. Like, Rod- they stopped that run in the second half. Yeah. There was, I mean, yeah. there was a good solid Even when they amount wasn't of time scoring. with no field goals for You're Kentucky. Right. Yeah. Roger and White House. Roger, what's up? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Well, uh, well, hello, my brother. How how go? How how art thou, Roger? How art thou, man? I've been better. <laughs> well, hey, been li- better. well, hey, listen. A month ago at this time, man, listen. I I've been in those shoes, so I left those shoes right there on the porch, and I'm glad you had that opportunity to put them on. How do they feel? Well, you know. At some point during my chat talking yesterday, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just talking too much. I think I'm jinxing <laughs> too. So, uh, yeah, I respect that. <laughs> I love it, Roger. Hey, that's hey, here's the thing. Like, hey, thanks for calling, brother. Appreciate you. SEC tournament is gonna be fun. Oh yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, that's why. Do they play here. again in the SEC tournament? NCAA tournament is gonna be fun. Because we we deserve it one more. On this deal. And see, that's a rubber match. That's the thing. But see, the problem is, and this is how you know every game that a rival plays, regardless of what people feel of it, their fans, our fans, man, these games matter differently because two years ago in that SEC tournament to go to the championship before Tennessee or Kentucky had to play Auburn, they went to blows in that game. Yeah. Dude, it was amazing. That felt like the championship game. So the next two. So the next, the it's next, about to get live up in here. Yeah. So the next game, the next game after that Kentucky Tennessee one, Tennessee won, 
against Kentucky in the SEC tournament, had to go play Auburn in the championship, and Auburn waxed them. Yeah. Reason being, but I was going to say, yeah, like that's what No, I just, okay. I remember yeah. specifically okay. um, what, yeah. Be cool. <clears throat> um, so I'm saying that to say it's so much into that that the other team is so spent. Like, whoever's next, man, it's going to be hard. That's why yeah, I said. You're right. Yeah. That's why I said going to this Arkansas game on it's Saturday. It's going to be tough on Saturday. Man, I can see them losing this game. Yeah. Like, Especially on the road against a good team. You talking who, just, about who just beat Auburn. Yeah, you talking about character, dude? They will show me a whole, whole lot. If they go to Arkansas and get their victory. I don't care if it's one point. Yeah, they, they might, just go get their victory. They might earn a break. They won't get one, but we will. It's time to break. We'll Sorry. be right back. We'll you want it? All lines are open. 615-737-1045. 